Hello, my name's Salam, and welcome to Tea Time. I'm here with my guests. And Amber. Okay, so today we will be discussing intersectionality. So let's start off by like opening up with what intersectionality actually means. And basically, it's like the textbook definition is like a concept to describe the ways in which oppressive um, situations such as like racism, sexism, homophobia, classism are interconnected and cannot be examined separately from one another. So it's kind of like being discriminated against from more than one angle. So like, um, for example, let's talk about how this like connects to what we're reading. Tish is an African-American, right? She's black, but also she's a woman. So now we have to look at like how she's being discriminated against because of those two things together. You know what I mean? And like how she's at a disadvantage compared to like an African-American male or like a white woman. You know what I mean? So, um, Aya, what are some examples... (laughs) in the book um that you like what are some ways that you see like intersectionality being like presented as a problem a moment where Tish had a problem with her intersectionality is on page 136 she was picking tomatoes and Fanny had left to go buy cigarettes so she was all alone walking around with the tomatoes trying to find a skill all of a sudden she felt a hand on her behind she thought that it probably wasn't Fanny because he wouldn't touch her like that in public she turns around and sees a small, young, greasy Ita- Italian punk. So that was a moment where she had a problem with it. And so, like, okay, what does that, like, situation say? You know what I mean? Like, okay, so I get what you mean, like, what you're saying. So, like, if she she's in that situation because she's a woman. You know what I mean? Like, not very many males could, like, say they go to the store fearing for their, like, for something like that to happen. You know, it's not, like, something that they think about. So, like, we see how all together, like, this is a problem that all women face. But, like, it's different for um, for Tish because um, she saw on, like, page 136, it says um, that she was black and the crowded streets were white, and she started looking around for someone to help, she said, looking around for someone to help me, but people were staring, but no one moved, so, like, they all see her differently, yeah, see, like, because she's a woman, obviously, every woman, like, experiences something like that, but it's different for her, because as an African-American woman, people looked around, and, like, nobody wanted to help her, had she been white, everyone would have just like jumped exactly. at the opportunity um what do you think about it amber um well i would rather connect it to fani and his sort that's of, interesting yeah, i'd rather connect it to, to fani and um the fact that uh, he is in jail but it's more based off of a sort of racial system that discriminates against the blacks rather than um the same uh, racial class So you're saying that, like, white people and yeah, I agree with what you're saying, that, like, white, like, because he's African, I never even thought of that example, but, like, she is right. Like, if he was white and, like, okay, white people could have been, like, wrongfully accused of rape, too, but, like, it's not as high of a chance, you know what I mean? And even if it was, like, you're right, 
um, they would not have like been treated the same way Fani has been treated because nobody's like listening to Fani when he was trying to tell them like, oh, look, it wasn't me. And like people like are more reluctant to like let him out of jail. Like they don't want to let him out. But it had he been a white male wrongfully accused, everyone, every lawyer would have like jumped at the opportunity to say like, hey, look, he's innocent. And isn't it when they were in the room with a, the girl that got raped, they, they were all white except funny. And it, didn't they choose him? Like, out yes, of all the people? exactly. Oh, yeah, like, that's... Like, that's yeah. They put Fani specifically in a room filled with, like, lighter-skinned people to make him look even more guilty. And this kind of goes back, like, to the idea of intersectionality, like, the effects of it. Mm-hmm. Because why did the police officer work so hard to convict um, Fani in the first place? Mm. And that's because, like, um, they they talked about how um, basically Tish and Fani had the Italian, there was an Italian woman at the store who had stood up for them. And the police officer got so embarrassed. And they knew at that moment that, like, that's it. That cop feels embarrassed and he's going to have it out to get Fani. Like, Tish even says on page 137, she was like, um, she was sure that the, the cop intended to kill Fani, but he could not kill Fani if I could keep um, my body between Fani and the cop. So, like, she did everything she could to stop them from fighting. So, like, ever since that moment, like, everything that has happened to Fani is a result of, like, the intersectionality situation. You know what I mean? So sort of like, like a, I if think. Tish had been a white woman, she would have like yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. If she had been a white woman, then like that whole altercation with like the Italian guy and the cop would have never even happened. And that being said, Fani would have never been in jail. Were in- interracial because it like is even legal at the time. I think so. For what? Interracial marriage is legal. Like, if you were, like, black and you wanted to marry a white oh, woman. Um, I have no idea. Because if, if so, then um, it could also present sort of uh, the discrimination within the justice system. But hiding behind a badge to obligate itself. So ever since that day, um, Fani has been paying the price for like the, the both racism because he's a black man, and like Tani, like Tish's like being a white woman, like or African American <laughs> woman, in a um, store filled with other white people. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about how. Tish handles, like, the effects of the altercation with the officer. So, like, um, let's say, for example, like, what, like, after having that fight with the officer, what, and, like, having Fani go to jail, what has been the result of that? Like, you know what I mean? Like, how does Tish act? Like, does she give up on Fani? No, she doesn't. She's very strong. Yeah, I think so, too. And, like, I feel like that whole entire situation, even though it was, like, really, really messed up, it kind of brought out the love that, um, 
like they each had for each other and like mr collins was saying about like each of them like for a relationship to work um people would give like 50 50 to equal 100 Mm percent but um when fanny goes off to jail like each one of them have to like pull their own weight you know what i mean like each one has to be like completely 100 because the other one's not able to do it so that being said what was like one example where fanny was probably 100 percent for tish oh um an example where fanny was 100 percent is when um i guess when they were first had sex and um Fani sort of seeked to uh sort of obligate their emotions towards um Tish's family and Tish sort of found safety in his sort of ideal view of going without their marriage um he was able to be there for her when she wasn't able to be there for them mm-hmm. I feel like another example uh where Fani was like showed that he was 100% was like he didn't even think like he knew the cop was there and he knew that he could have gotten like major trouble for defending um Tish but he did it anyway mm-hmm. and like what did like they even had a whole conversation like after that where he was saying um that like not to stand yeah up for like he was telling her he was like he's like next time please don't stand up for me mm-hmm. and she was like but I was trying to protect like they were she was like but I was trying to protect you and it's funny how like he was trying to protect her and she was trying to protect him so like in that moment they were both like 100% for each other and like um what do you think is like another example another example for Fani and then we'll get to like Tish in a second Okay, so back to what we were saying, um, the last example of how Fani kind of was being yeah yeah was when uh, oh did you did you start yes oh yes <laughs> okay a time where funny was being a hundred percent was um when he showed up to Tisha's parents house was it yes he showed and, up to Tisha's parents house yeah and he asked he told them that like about the whole marriage. So, yeah, like he, he, like, even though he knew that, like, bringing her home, like, at, like, the next morning was, like, oh, my God, like, you're not supposed yeah. to just bring, a, like, how are you just going to bring her home, like, the next day, like, he was, even though he was afraid, he was willing to stand up for her because he knew that he loved her and he was able to, like, ask her for her hand in marriage. And so, like, a, another, like, really, like, big um moment where Tish shows that she's 100% for Fani was the fact that she was willing to like sacrifice herself like she thought about sacrificing herself in order to like put money on the table for Tish or for to, to like get Fani out of jail um she even asked she asks herself like but for a higher price for Fani um, it says that on page one for one thirteen because like as a kid growing up she like never thought that she would ever 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 do something like that you know what I mean and now that she's an adult she's thinking like man like I realize how tough things are and like 
she's willing to do it for funny. What do you think is another example of, uh, of when Tish did it? Like, was 100%. Oh, a time where um, an example where Tish was being 100% was when she went to go visit him and she was telling him about the. Like louder. Oh, a time where she went to go visit him, I remember, and she was telling him um, how all his her family is working. Yeah. To help him. Yeah, everyone's like working and like. It, I think I have like a quote. Um, Fani says, uh, my daddy's working in the garment center. You're working in the department store and your daddy's working on the waterfront. So like everyone in the family's pitching in something to like yeah, try to get Fani out of jail. That's cute. It's true. <laughs> okay. I think that's enough. So let's, circle this back to like how this all impacts like her like their intersectionality for each other i feel like as we basically said the discrimination that they both faced like um for example like this is another example we didn't talk about like when uh tish goes to get like an she's looking for like an apartment to live in or something and like nobody wanted to rent to her you know what i mean because she was black Okay, but then we also see how she's affected because she's a woman. And, like, because whenever she went to go, like, look for a thing, yeah, people think that, like, oh, as an African-American woman, she's probably willing to sell herself. Uh, Yeah, as, like, return. Like, like, as returned for, like, living there. You know what I mean? But that, like, wasn't actually the case. So that being said, like, I feel like all those experiences all together, I feel like we can agree did nothing other than strengthen Fani and um, Tisha's relationship, even though it put physical, like, barriers between them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. And that is an end to our podcast. Thank you for listening.